I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. All right. Hi, everybody. Woo-woo. Quarantine Woo. party up in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Coming at you. Coming to you live from Ponchatoula, Louisiana. What is up, everybody? <laughs> um, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Shits Creek After Show, uh, the final season. We've got season six, episode 13. We just saw two-part finale episode, and wow, a lot to get into and unpack with this episode. I'm sure you guys are so ready to talk about it. Uh, it was absolutely insane, but before we go any further, I do want to introduce my host for the evening, and if he's not talking about Instagram, I'm not on Instagram. <laughs> he's not talking about Shit's Creek <laughs> on his Instagram. He's talking about it here with AfterBuzz TV. Give it up for Lauren Clean. Hi, everybody. Hello. <laughs> and, uh, of course, the beautiful Megan Gallagher. She comes from a small town just like Schitt's Creek. Hello, How you doing, Megan? everyone. Good. I'm staying healthy. I haven't left this couch in eight days. <laughs> eight days? Have you gone to the bathroom at least? Yes. No, I'm joking. I've done everything. I'm just <laughs> trying to say. You are too. Netflix and chilling hardcore, aren't you? Netflix and chilling till, yes, hashtag. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Rachel Swindler, guys, lover of all things sitcom television and so excited to be here with you guys are still able to remotely give you these after shows the shows that you loved and specifically Schitt's Creek because who doesn't love Schitt's Creek um you know we've got a lot to get into and unpack we've got our uh, senior superlative section of course we have our news and gossip um so you're going to want to stay tuned for all of that and but let's get right into our overall thoughts of this second to last episode of Schitt's Creek Mm -hmm. Megan I'll throw it to you first (laughs) What, what what was what were your overall okay I see in your expression maybe what your overall thoughts were. I I mean I just the moment I started watching it I felt that like melancholy feeling of when you're a senior in high school and you're graduating or you're a senior in college it's just like the time that you kind of wish every time like why can't this end and then it finally does end it's like oh wait whoa oh this oh this is over and I mean I loved it. There were really, you know, positive um, notes with Moira getting the tennis bracelet and getting picked up at Sunset Bay. And there's just so many, there were so many positive, just lovey, warm, fuzzy feeling moments. Overall, Mm -hmm. I started crying literally alone in my apartment. um, And it just brought back all those feels. But it's just so crazy that we're nearing literally the end of Schitt's Creek. Yeah. Lauren, what do you think? How could the Schitt's Creek Gazette not have published an article with the headline, Twyla Sands is a $46 million lotto winner? That, <laughs> to me, was the craziest thing that she's loaded, but that she just loved living in this town. And, you know, I thought that was even more wonderful. It's amazing how last week we had uh, Sarah Levy uh on the show with us and she knew this information and she could not tell us and she and kept it so poker faced i would have never yeah. done mm-hmm. i mean yeah what so yeah, this was a beautiful episode there were some feels i was with right with you megan um but yeah that to me yeah there was a whole bunch of really good stuff in here yeah, I agree with you guys. I definitely got uh, cheered up, especially with the scene where Stevie and David are sitting on the the 
car looking at the house and having that really tender moment that you know we haven't seen that was just like a really real moment for me and and the whole episode was just great and it just Mm. I have a I feel I feel like I predicted some of this stuff though I'm like I think I predict I don't know you but did, I was just yeah you you did you said one yeah. I feel like a group of people are gonna go away like, yeah that's maybe? what I'm saying I think I predicted yeah. something like that so I was I wasn't shocked when well we'll get into all of that of course yeah. I wasn't shocked when all of that happened <laughs> um so let's go ahead and, and, and get into our first topic tonight uh we're gonna go by um characters so let's start with the journey of Moira and Johnny this episode so we start um we start episode off we've got mimosas in the morning we're uh, cheersing um got the champagne uh i saw a little bit of sadness and a little bit of foreshadowing in alexis and david's eyes only we saw them look like they were very torn up about the fact Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline this was going to be one of their last nights there um where they're living um very very Moira and Johnny very excited to move to New York yes um we had Roland he rolled up in his new truck and we find out that the uh (laughs) the Sunrise is Sunrise Bay right yes yeah yeah Sunrise Bay is going to get a reboot and we see Moira's a little bit upset in this moment we're like Mm -hmm. we're not really sure what happens but then we see she gets the call. She is a 13 episode order sunrise reboot. It's starting in two weeks. Oh my gosh. So exciting what were you thinking? Yeah. Okay. So exciting because they chose her over Clifton, the other guy. And she got, I know, freaky Muffy, <laughs> the creepy guy. And she got the tennis bracelet. And I mean, they, they basically all of her requests that she had, you know, under these circumstances, I will come back. I'm being paid this amount. I get a bracelet. Like she had a list and she, I love that she kind of stood up for herself and she didn't, you know, dip down based on the fear of, you know, what if I'm asking for too much? She stood her ground. She knew her worth, like the Moira Rose. She is And she, I mean, it just all worked out. And I love how excited her and Johnny were. And it's just, it makes me proud just watching it because these people have been through so much. And I feel like having what they've all gone through, I feel like she's even more grateful now that like it was so long with just kind of this gray area of, you know, what's going to happen? Am I going to, my career, we're in this town. And now it's just all working out. Like, I really do believe things happen for a reason. The timing is always crazy, but it does. And she just gets to, I, it's just so cool. I feel like she's just so much more, it's just so much more rewarding. I feel like for her now that she's grown and matured and it's just, it, it's working out. Yeah, for sure. Lauren, what'd you think? Um, it was, it was touching. Uh, it was nice to see her come waltzing in to see the Jazza gals who are all wearing the shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of her own little version of Bob's strut run into the room. Yeah. Um, 
it was so touching how they were like a pack of wolves uh, telling her she didn't need that crappy show. And then she's like, well, I hate to break it to you, but yeah. I'm going to do this show. Um, and it was nice to see Jocelyn and then Ronnie cry a little bit. Kind mm. of all the characters in the town are seeing everybody growing up and getting getting ready to leave. Yeah. Uh, and some of that is figuratively leave more than literally leave. But I don't want to spoil the after show run. Lauren, don't! <laughs> do not go there. Wait, what? Oh, I didn't want to give away stuff we're going to talk about in a second oh, on the okay, after gotcha. show. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yes, want to spoil yes. uh-huh. the after show. yeah i mean uh this was yeah when she went to the jazz girls rehearsal it was definitely a touching moment to see everybody you know it's crazy that this family came into this town this little stuck up prissy high class family and see this town just literally fall in love with them they took over the town they yeah series was just so beautifully written and yeah, it was it was nice to see. Uh, this felt like it was right for this to be Myra's journey. It's, yeah. It felt right. It felt like this was the right thing for Johnny and Myra to go through. And then uh, we see at the end, of course, um, their decision is that, you know, they're going to be heading to California on September 3rd, which is the day of <laughs> David's wedding, which he right. made it very known. And, and then Myra's like, well, the tickets and the this and the that and the David's seats. like... I know. It's my wedding. I'm like, well, I hope the coronavirus is over by then. You might have to postpone your wedding. A virtual wedding over Zoom. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, your wedding might be virtual. Um, But no, um, it was was definitely, you know, a a nice little bow tie at the end. I thought this was a perfect Mm. way uh, for for them to end this episode. Yeah. So yeah. What, what are you going to say, Lauren? Sorry. I was just going to say uh, uh, what I loved were all of these tender moments. We had that time with uh, with David and Stevie mm. and, you know, on the car, like you mentioned earlier, and Stevie didn't want him to go. So we learn that Stevie and Roland are going to stay in Schitt's Creek. Um, and then also to see David, uh, you know, and Patrick and the house. Um so we're kind of learning these, all these predictions we've made over the course of the season. We're seeing very quickly how some of these are going to go. We're not sure on some of them where everybody's going to go, but it seems like if I'm not mistaken for now, is Alexis the only one that's truly going to New York? Yeah. 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 And let's unpack that in just a second. We'll get to David and Patrick in just a second but i do want to go ahead and shout out everybody that's watching with us on youtube and everybody that's listening to us on itunes if you are still staying in tune with us we would love to hear from you guys uh give us that thumbs up um or if you're listening on um sorry if you're listening on itunes give us those five stars if you're watching on youtube give us those thumbs up uh your feedback means so much to us we love interacting with you guys so let us what know what you think in the comments below uh you're the reason why we're the espn of tv talk so thank you guys so much thank you we, everybody oh, we love y'all we love you guys so speaking of david and patrick um we'll get right into them so we see David and the beginning of the episode kind of going to Stevie for some advice on a gift to give to Patrick on going to New York. 
Um, and then that's when he finds out, you know, uh, Stevie and Roland aren't moving to New York. Mm. You know, David, David's thinking, he's like, oh my gosh, you're staying here. So we see it's getting to him what, a little bit by little bit. But what really gets to him is when uh, the information about the house, about, you know, there was this house that David has been looking at and looking at and looking at and Patrick has been looking into it and there is a prospect to actually get it, which we see that, you know, that prospect has come to fruition and, you know, they're going to get this dream house that David's always wanted. So that was, I absolutely loved when Patrick literally is just the perfect partner ever saying, you know, I didn't want to overwhelm you. So I didn't tell you um, you know, and Patrick saying that he only wants to be somewhere where David wants to be. Um, Mm -hmm. and that if he wants to move to New York, that is completely fine. It'll be a difficult goodbye, but he loves him that much. So we see Patrick bending over for David as he does. He's, he's bent over a lot, a lot for him. I mean, he's just, again, like I said, the perfect partner, but what did you guys think about that moment? I mean, it was really, really tender. I thought that was just so beautiful because I mean, one, at first it was kind of cringy because David was like, what do you mean? He, like, to Stevie, when they're sitting on the hood of the car, he was like, "Um, what do you mean, Patrick, like, put money down on this house? Like, we're going to New York. What's happening? And at first it was, you're like, wait, no, no. You know, it's like the not good timing. But, um, you know, I feel like Patrick just has a good heart and he has David's best interests. Um, in mind and so I think he's doing it with just a loving you know I mean I think at first it's like awkward because they're on two separate pages and you know it's like well are they going to go to New York and they're not because David wants to go and then it's just seeing David you know start crying with Stevie and he pours his heart out about the real reason why he wants to go to New York and you know, mm-hmm. TV, like those friends that you said they went to a music festival in Norway instead of they can't come to your wedding and David's like well I wanted to go back to New York to prove to them that I still got you know I still got it I'm still I, like I'm not a joke I mm-hmm. that kind of a thing so that was kind of sad to hear but I also fully understand where he's coming from and I just think Patrick is the most grounded best partner for him because David just needs that like solid, no matter where you live, it's like, you're going to be okay with that person. Yeah. What, what David's learned through his journey on this show is how to love and how to be loved. Mm-hmm. And I think he's realizing that's more important than any of the quote unquote friends that he thought he had back in his old life and I think I think that's been the journey for uh, for all of the roses Um, and so yeah it's really nice and for David to say that that he's going to stay because he's not finished with this place Mm. and that is when he said my business is here and then my husband is here I was like that's where that was the feels I got a little bit choked up there as well yeah yeah I mean and like you said, Megan, Patrick literally is the perfect partner for David because what David ended up doing by putting in an offer to the house and saying, you know what, I am staying here, um, you know, and, and, and not caring about those uppity New York friends that don't give a flying about him, you know, right. so 
it was it was nice to see Patrick has definitely had his effect on David and in a very positive way because yeah. he bent over back he bent over backward for Patrick this time. He said, you know what? I want you to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna stay here. So yeah. I I really loved that. And then I also loved that Patrick was like, um, do you know how to put in an offer for <laughs> And I was thinking to myself, that would be me because I because I would try to surprise like my boyfriend or something. I'd be like, I put in an offer for the house. He'd be like, that's great. But do you know what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm yeah. like I could barely get an apartment, let alone put an offer for the house. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, this a, a beautiful little uh, bow tie to, to that one as well. Um, but we also have to talk about Alexis and her journey as well. Um, mm-hmm. And we get a little bombshell information, like we talked about, and um, our overall thoughts with Twyla, our, our right. Sarah Levy that came on last week. So Alexis goes into uh, Cafe Tropical Tropical. Uh, and gives Twyla some old clothes, which was so hilarious, because now that we know that they're actually very good friends in real life. Um, mm-hmm. And Twyla says, you know, I won $92 million. <laughs> and she's like, wait, what? And she's like, oh no, well, we split it. We split it. Right. I split it with somebody mm-hmm. else. You're like, yeah, but that's still a lot of money. So yeah. what, I mean, uh, this, this was probably the biggest surprise to me of the entire season, to be honest with you. I was like, Twyla, what? <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. But I love how it just shows, and it was so cool, like talking to Sarah and then seeing her in this episode, just, I mean, she's such a phenomenal actress, but just seeing her to her character, it's just such, it was, I, I don't know. It's just so meant to be because, you know, Twyla and Patrick and even Mutt and Ted and all these people have, and Jocelyn and Ronnie and all these people have so, like, so positively influenced the Rose family and just totally, total opposites, but just balance them out and, it's just cool to see Twilight, you know, her, she's like owning the cafe would make me the happiest and having it like Twyla's cafe tropical. And it just is such a sweet moment between her and Alexis of, you know, you should buy yourself something just like, you know, a little anklet, a little get your nails done. And she's like, no, I bought the whole cafe. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I think what's, what's really nice is, and I, w- I was trying to think what was the purpose that the writers mm-hmm. put in uh, Twyla's reveal that she has all this money. And I, I guess it was to serve um, Alexis's story of not needing anything from anyone else, that she could do this on her own, that she could give her clothes to, uh, that Alexis could give her clothes to Twyla as friends without needing anything back. Even though Twyla offered, uh, Alexis was like, I, I don't need that. I want to do this on my own. Which, yeah. which is also really touching, and it's another, it's another thing that reminds us what it's like when you uh, work on yourself and your psyche, and you become, uh, you become a better person, mm-hmm. and you don't have to rely on other people. I mean, basically, she kind of just made Stavos vanish. She doesn't need a Stavos in her life anymore. Oh. Yeah, I mean, when you come when you come from a, a family of uh, you know well means who provide everything for you, that do everything for you, and you don't have to worry about a thing in your life, you don't learn how to stay on your own two feet. You don't learn those valuable, valuable lessons that a lot of us have learned growing up. 
mm. and being, you know, put in difficult situations where you are, our parents, you know, well, you have to make this decision. Yeah. Well, what job are you going to get? Yeah. Well, you know, this and that. And, and she clearly hasn't had a lot of those life lessons throughout her life. So it's like Shit's Creek was basically her childhood. It's like for her so six years, mm. she had to learn how to be an adult. And she learned. Yeah. Yep. So it was, it, it was so cool. And when she said, you know what, I'm going to go to New York um, on my own, you know, I'll get that apartment on my own. And I feel like I can relate to Alexis too, because I moved to LA last year and in no way, shape or form, even though I'm not there right now because of coronavirus, in no way, shape or form did I think I would ever get my own apartment in a big city like Los Angeles, but I did. You know, I was able Woo! to do that. So, so I felt like when Alexis <laughs> said that, I was like, yeah, girl, yeah, girl, I know how you feel. I was like, cause that's how I felt when I finally got my own apartment. So yeah, I, I love that this is Alexis's journey. And I, and like I said, I think I predicted this. So. <laughs> i'm just i'm just so smart i can't even take it it's so strange anyway well uh let's get right into our special segment that oh, well, does anybody have anything else to talk about the episode any other last minute thoughts or feelings before we move mm -mm. on um, no no i mean i just thought the whole thing was just yeah all the feels it's just so okay. touching all right. Well, well, then now let's get into our special segment, Senior Superlatives. Senior uh, Superlatives. What's up, y'all? Yeah. So, senior Superlatives. As this episode, I literally watching it, I had flashbacks to just that like melancholy, bittersweet. It's just it reminded me of when I was a senior in high school and I felt that ping in my stomach of like, oh my gosh, it's ending. I never thought like... This would be over all the days where I was like another day of school or just anything. It's like you start realizing you took it for granted or you're going to miss it and miss the way that your teacher like smelled or I don't know, all those funny, goofy things. So senior superlatives in this episode specifically, who do we all think would win the category being voted as most kind? Patrick. Oh, was that it? Just a one-word answer? <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah, no, Patrick. Well, I mean, I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory because Patrick's literally yeah. the sweetest. Yeah. I mean, I guess if we're basing it, okay, let me let me retract that. <laughs> if I'm basing it on this episode, I'll give it to David because yeah. he did the ultimate kindness mm -hmm. move on this episode, or even Twyla, because I forgot she gave Alexis money. Hmm. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. And okay, well, I'll stick with David because I think that he did the ultimate. But overall, actually, I'll take it back, Twyla. What are and, you, Lauren? Well, I think, uh, you know, I'm going to say David for the, uh, for the OMG kindness because that was, at least as far as a character's story arc, that was the biggest, oh my gosh. So uh, that's why I would definitely give it to David for this episode. Yes, I would say most kind for me. Um, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to say Twyla. I just feel like her whole energy, her whole vibe is so sweet, and she just offers these little nuggets of sage advice and wisdom. So I like Twyla. Yeah. Cool. I love her. I want to be Sarah Lovey's friend. I wanted to say that to her in the last episode that we had, but I didn't, I didn't want to come off weird. You're like, can I come over to your house after this is done? Or can we just zoom just us two? Yeah. Hey, we're like, not, hey, wait, like, we're not I'm, besties. 
we're not besties. Hey, What's it's like, hey, if if you and um Alexis, um, if y'all want to like hang out sometime, I'm like totally down. <laughs> and then okay. she's like, okay, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, second one. So most likely to be the first person in a friend group to start a family. Like, let's say there's just a friend group. You're all like young. You're all in your early twenties. Who in this episode do we feel like would be the first one who's just like wifey material, like settle wants to settle down immediately? Patrick. One word answer again. <laughs> no, I just think Patrick. Patrick's just like he yeah he just seems like he's got his shit together and he's just yeah. like I want to I want to do this I want to do this I want to have kids and, that's and you know around. I was gonna say David because I know they alluded to kids in a, a earlier did. episode a few back so I wouldn't be surprised if they were the first ones to have a kid yeah ooh I would say yes I agree Patrick I think he's just so like father husband material he's just he's I mean just his whole energy it's like he's got like the I don't know just like the jeans the belt he's just like the sturdy mountain man just like super homey vibes just wants to settle down but yeah Patrick I would agree too yeah all right and then last but certainly not least is who do we feel would most likely be voted as the most adventurous. Most adventurous. One word uh, answer. Well, no, not a one word answer. I'll start with seconds. a one word answer. Alexis, who's going yeah. off to New York, who I have said in previous, uh, previous after shows that I think she deserves, I think her character would make for a perfect uh, show new series ooh, like a spin-off series like when the hills happened yeah. and it went to whitney in new york city the city ooh. Oh, you had to ruin my dreams of talking about the hills <laughs> <laughs> but yes not so much a kid well you know you could look at like a carrie bradshaw and Love you could it. think but i don't what's uh, you know what could you see her in like a carrie bradshaw friend group and i don't think so I think Alexis would have her own set of friends very different than that kind of lifestyle. Yeah, I, well, I agree with you. I think that Alexis would like, that would be a perfect spinoff show. I'll agree with you, Lauren, that I think Alexis is most adventurous. Um, But I could totally see a spinoff episode like Alexa does New York or something. And then we get to see like, like glimpses of, you know, how things are going in Schitt's Creek still with David and we've still got Moira and Johnny and everybody's still in New York. So I think that would be like, if they wanted to reboot the show, they totally could with that. Yeah. I would love like a docu-series reality show like Broad City almost where they're just like on these adventures <laughs> just walking down the sidewalk and like and then Mutt came back and na 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 and na 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 Yeah, well, that we'll get introduced with new they should definitely do that because I'm totally going to audition to be one of the friends in New Ooh. York. Oh, like, one I'm, of the new friends. That's, that's what it's going to be. I'm going to put it out there in the world that I'm going to get cast as one of the friends. Where you yeah, started Alex. in a small town in the Carolinas, and then you moved to New York to make it big. 
Boy, exactly. wonder where we could get that background from anyway. <laughs> All right, anyway, <laughs> thank you so much, Megan, for your senior superlatives. Um, Lauren, you. hit us with your news and gossip. All right, here's the theme song. News! There we go. Um, all right, so if you did not catch it, next week is the final episode of the series. It's going to be on an hour earlier at 8 p.m. Pacific time on Pop TV, followed at 8.30 by Best Wishes, Warmest Regards. That's oh. the show we've talked about before. We're going to see behind the scenes, reminiscing. We know that the cast was going to go on a live tour, which is not going to happen. So, But we've got some other cool news that I wanted to talk about. One of those was... Um, uh, Daniel Levy was on Instagram earlier today doing a live event feed to raise money for Feeding America and food banks, food banks Canada. And what's awesome is every night at 8 p.m. until next Tuesday's series finale, the cast is going to be on the Schitt's Creek Instagram page uh, oh. to raise money and kind of answer questions. The cast's GoFundMe page campaign raised over $2,000 in just the first 20 minutes, which I think wow. is really awesome. Mm -hmm. So can't wait to see who else is going to be on there. Uh, and then also, Playbill.com reports that uh, Emily Hampshire, who plays Stevie, launches a YouTube show tomorrow what? called <laughs> Hump Days with Hampshire. Oh, it totally uh, sounds like a Shit Creek kind of storyline. But she's got a true love of musical theater. And it came full circle when she got the playbill for the Schitt's Creek episode with her character yeah. starring in Cabaret. And um, uh, Emily says, I burst into tears. I was so excited and it means a lot, mm. which is really amazing. So for her first episode tomorrow, she'll be hanging with close friends like Annie Murphy and Queer Eyes Bobby Burke oh and God. One Tree Hills Sophia Bush and bronze mm. Olympic medalist Adam Rippon. And then she's gonna have on other people and other uh, different things. And the money, she's gonna raise money for the Actors Fund. And it's gonna air on the Actors Fund YouTube channel. The Actors Fund is an amazing organization for people in front of and behind the scenes in the entertainment business. They've got offices in New York and Los Angeles. I've taken advantage of some of their amazing programs for entertainment people. So I love that we are able to uh, give money for these wonderful causes. And I definitely am excited to see the show tomorrow. Yeah. And that is the news. Thank Good you, Lauren. Lauren. Thank you, Lauren. That's cool. Wait, so the episode next week is going to be an hour? Because it's going to no, be the finale. No, no. It, it's a half hour at eight o'clock instead of nine o'clock. Okay. So for you in uh, Louisiana. It may still be at six, if it's still at six o'clock, then it's still at six o'clock. Um, so yeah. And then, at, and then oh, okay. And then at eight thirty, it's something else. You said. I'm sorry. It's yeah. that special best wishes, warmest regards. Gotcha. Okay. okay. And I would assume that we're going to come on at nine o'clock at our regular time, to, or, or sorry, we'll we'll come on maybe at nine o'clock for the after yeah. show. We will confirm. Yeah. We'll have the YouTube link up earlier in the day, and we'll just post in the chat. And I'll definitely send out on Instagram what time we're going to be on so we can all get together and we can mm. all reminisce. And um, right. Yeah. Well, let's oh. um, let's get those predictions in for the final episode. Mm. So, Megan, go ahead. Hit me with your predictions. So, first of <laughs> so I think 
I think the wedding is going to be like, I don't think we're going to actually see the wedding. I think it's going to be pushed off and then there we're just going to have this like huge just episode about like, we're going to see Alexis move to New York. Maybe she, I think she's going to run into Ted in New York city and he's going to be like, Alexis, his beard's going to be even bigger. And he's going to be like walking down the sidewalk in times square. Like Alexis, is that you? And, um, I think there's going to be a lot more like crying goodbyes, but I have a feeling Alexis is going to move to New York and she's going to run into someone and it's just going to, everything's just going to play out. Like she was always supposed to be the first person that went there. And then Moira's going to get Sunset Bay. I forget where they're filming that. Um, but her New, New, York, New York, New York. Um, I feel like she's going to go with Alexis and then I feel like Johnny and David and Patrick are going to stay behind. Mm -hmm. What Uh, do you think? My prediction is the wedding's going to happen because it's a great way to get all of the cast together in one big outdoor space. Um, I'm trying to think if as comedy effect, if Roland will be officiating, Um, but it will, there'll be some Roland goofy rolling moments and Mm. um david will probably roll his eyes a few times at the wedding but i don't necessarily think it's just a wedding episode there's going to be some other things wrapping up and maybe one or two more surprises yeah Yeah, i mean remember when we talked to rizwan he did say that he he would be there for the finale so he would be in the finale episode so i i do think now that because i thought to myself i was like maybe they would not do the wedding just to as an uh, in case they wanted to have the series come back like that would be a good mm-hmm. way to start a new series but it's mm-hmm. also a great way to end a series so yeah I think that the wedding will happen too because it is a good way to tie everybody uh into the last episode um and yeah, I think Alexis is going to go to New York still I I don't think Ted's going to be there um I mean I I I I still have hope that something might happen with them but I think she goes off to New York with Johnny and Moira and like you said everybody else they stay back so it's I don't know we'll see what happens though so I'm excited mm-hmm. yeah I'm excited but I'm sad too so <laughs> yeah. so uh, let's see if we can get all of the cast to make a surprise appearance on the show yeah on so our show one giant <laughs> Zoom slumber party premiere all 25 like 40 yeah. people just like drinking wine yeah I think the chances of that are like 1%, but I'm totally down. Why not? All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank not. you. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Why, why not? Thank you guys so much for joining us for the after show. Megan, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. So I got Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. Um, it's TikTok is at motivational Megan. Everything else is at Megan, M E G A N W. G-A-L-L-A-G-H-E-R. Gallagher. <laughs> the timer just went off. <laughs> oh, it did. Uh, mine is at Lauren Kling on Instagram and Twitter at L-O-R-E-N-K-L-I-N-G. There is no M-E-G-A-N-G-A-L-L-A-G-H-E-R in there. But I just wanted to spell out Megan Gallagher's full name just because it's so difficult. <laughs> all right well my name's not megan gallagher but my name is rachel swindler and you can find me on instagram at rachel swindler or on twitter at ricky swin or you can follow me on tiktok so and it's, it's a lot of fun there 
All right, guys. Well, we love you guys, and we will see you for the final episode next week. Oh, so next week. Peace, <laughs> peace out, you little shits. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.